What works? You're listening to the What Works podcast, brought to you by State Alumni, sponsored by More Investment Management and TD Malosh Monix Insurance. Connect with people that you know that work in those companies. Ask them for referrals and meet with them. You don't ask for a job. You don't ask for an interview. You're just asking for information. When you think about the level of care and attention we give to crafting a resume, cover letter, or LinkedIn profile, it could be argued that maybe we should consider carrying some of that effort over into how we go about conducting our job search. From the alumni team here at SAIT, I'm your host and fellow SAIT grad, Alyssa Athanasopoulos. Welcome to the What Works podcast. On this episode, we're talking about treating your job search like it's your job and what role job boards, recruitment agencies, and your network can play during this time. I'd like to welcome Yvonne English. She's a career advisor with Career Advancement Services at SAIT. And prior to joining SAIT, she spent 15 years in the recruitment space for a leading national chain and brings invaluable experience from the other side of the table. She joins us today to share her expertise when it comes to conducting an effective job search. So whether you've just graduated or are maybe in between jobs or maybe you just want to shake things up, what should be the first step in conducting your job search? The first step should be really narrowing down what you want to do. There's so many different careers out there. And even when you're taking an accounting major or a software developer major, people are really not sure exactly where they want to go. And so even as an alumni and you've been in the field for a little bit, you've probably had more exposure to all the different pathways that are out there. So really sit down, think about where you want to go. What aspects of your job do you really enjoy now and that you want to keep doing? What aspects do you not want to do anymore? Maybe there's a new field that's emerging. I mean, we're, so many new technologies are coming out. So maybe there's a new one that you want to investigate. So do that investigation before you start applying, because that's going to help you to narrow down that resume, narrow down that job search, and make your, your job search more impactful, more directful. So a little bit of self-assessment based on, you know, what what lights you up. Exactly. Exactly. And um, alice.alberta.ca has a ton of personal assessments on there that people can go on. They're free. They do like a strong interest inventory, help give you an idea of what you do really like. Because sometimes we don't really know ourselves in that aspect of where we want to go. So and you can also go see career counselors within the city as well who are trained to help you narrow down that field. And how would you recommend someone manage their job hunt? Managing a job hunt is like a full-time job. The first thing that you want to do is is build yourself a system. How do you organize? How do you plan? I know of people who have created spreadsheets and they track everything in a spreadsheet, folders on their computer, lots of different ways. Find the way that works for you. Treat it as a full-time job. So if your day is going to be seven till three, then work seven till three. Get dressed for it. Get ready for it. Give yourself an agenda, a plan. Set yourself goals for the week. Go in, take breaks, take your lunch break, go for a walk if you need to. But then when that end time hits, stop. Your day is done. Your job is done for that day looking for work. And what can be involved in that? Because I'm sure it goes beyond just filling out resumes or applications and pressing send. What else could be involved in that shift? One of the 
biggest things that I promote students and alumni when they come to visit us to do is to conduct informational interviews. That is probably your best source of information. So go on to LinkedIn, make connections with people who are working in the field that you want to go into or the company that you want. Connect with people that you know that work in those companies. Ask them for referrals and meet with them. You don't ask for a job. You don't ask for an interview. You're just asking for information. What do you love about this field? What are the challenges of this field? What is your recommendation, you know, if you're doing a career transition? What is your recommendation for moving from career A to career B? And get them to help you identifying what those transferable skills are. Because there are transferable skills in every job. That's why they're called transferable. So you can move them from one to the other. Look at the networks that you've made new in your position after you've graduated. Think of those classmates that you used to have and maybe where they're working now. And reach out to these people and just say, hey, let's go grab a coffee or 15 minutes over a Zoom call or Teams. And just tell me what you're loving about it and any advice you have. And when it comes to job boards, they are everywhere. How do you decide which ones to spend your time on? There are a number of job boards. There's some just troll the internet and scoop up jobs from other job boards, from career websites. So a little bit of research knowing which ones are the best to follow. Indeed has been a very good one for a number of years. LinkedIn is also a very good one. There used to be Monster and Workopolis. They've slowed down a little bit. The focus is more on Indeed and LinkedIn. And of course, there's our My Career Hub job board, which is open to students as well as alumni. We see a number of positions coming through looking for intermediate to senior individuals. So, you know, get your alumni login set up, come back and visit us. We're posting over 100 jobs a week onto Holy. Yeah, to the My Career Hub. It's just, it's amazing. Awesome. Seeing all those opportunities that are coming in. And just when you look at those job boards, just Read everything carefully. We do encourage students to and alumni to apply direct to the company versus going through those job boards. Sometimes there can be screening questionnaires that go on. Sometimes it can limit your ability to upload that targeted resume. But if you apply through the company website, you can avoid some of those tricky systems that don't allow you. It doesn't fit in quite right or it won't allow you to upload what you want. And you mentioned Indeed and LinkedIn as a few examples. And of course, My Career Hub um, as examples of job boards and those being reputable. How do you differentiate or distinguish ones that might be just trolling the Internet? And If you do just a Google search, I know a lot of people will just type into Google software developer jobs in Calgary. And when it comes up, it will bring up jobs from LinkedIn and Indeed. But you'll also see some from really weird names that you won't recognize and maybe don't make sense. And when you click on them, you're not really sure where they're going. So those are the ones I'd be careful of because you don't know. Unfortunately, there can be scams um, within the application world. So do remember if you apply for something and they contact you and ask for your driver's license or your SIN number or your birth date or any personal information, don't give it. None of that information should be given until you've received an offer of employment. So do be careful. If you stick with Indeed and LinkedIn and My Career Hub and the company websites, I think you'll 
you'll be pretty safe. There are some organizations out there as well that have developed their own. For example, the Calgary Economic Development has a wonderful site for tech careers. They've added that on with the recent increase in tech jobs in Calgary. So that's a really good. And you know, Calgary Economic Development is a reputable company, an organization, so you know their source is great. There's another one by Careers in Energy that have created also a board. So when you can see that they're supported by major players in the industry, that they have some backing of the government, they're going to be a more legitimate website than one that you can't even really recognize the name. Right. And then, of course, there's also recruitment agencies. And I know that sometimes they'll have their own job boards, too. Can you talk about what role recruitment agencies can play in your job search? Absolutely. Recruitment agencies can be very beneficial. Often recruitment agencies are hired by companies when there's a short-term contract that needs to be filled. It's a lot of time and effort to recruit. So having an agency whose specialty is doing exactly that, hire that person on for you is great. So go out there, check out some of the agencies. Again, look at reviews, look at their number of years in business, look at their reputation before you sign up for just any agency. But go and take a six-month contract. I know if you're going from a full-time position to a six-month contract, it could be a little scary, but a lot of those positions can actually turn into full-time permanent positions. And, you know, if you're a new alumni and don't have a lot of work experience, taking a six-month to one-year contract can be the perfect way to network in an industry, gain some industry experience, put something on your resume and start your career. How important is it to network during this time? It's the number one important thing. I mean, a strong resume, obviously, is really good, too. But networking, people may have heard some numbers out there. It's estimated that about 70 to 80 percent of jobs are not advertised on those job boards that we've just talked about. They are maybe a company just received a resignation. They look to their staff for referrals. Someone's about to retire. Maybe they know a new division is about to open. And before they go off and advertise, they're planning everything out. But those jobs are still open. They know they're going to come. And if you happen to connect with that person at the right time, they can keep your resume on file and give you a call and say, hey, you talked to me a month ago guess what? The position has opened up now and I would really like to consider you for it. Come in and meet with the team. So it can happen. Um, One of my last positions, I got through networking. I was taking a course. One of the ladies in the course mentioned that her company was hiring. And if we were interested to chat with her, I chatted with her on the Sunday, sent her my resume on the Monday, had an interview on Tuesday and an offer on Friday. Wow. So, and I didn't apply anything online. It was all just through the networking. Amazing. So it can happen. It's powerful. It's very powerful. I've heard of recruiters as being the gatekeepers to jobs. How would you recommend making a good impression or establishing a connection with them? Especially, I'm thinking of applicant tracking systems kind of being that additional barrier to that human contact. What would you recommend there? The unwritten rule with resumes is always try to get it in the hands of the hiring manager. So one way to do that, of course, is going through LinkedIn and or through referrals. Many positions, when they're posted, they just say the position that they're reporting to. They don't give a name. And the reason for that is to try and limit the amount of contact. Getting in touch with a recruiter 
um, at a company versus a recruitment agency can be done through referral or through LinkedIn and use respect, you know, appreciate that they could be getting hundreds of people contacting them. So make sure you have purpose in your contact, not just, hey, I want to send in my resume. How should I do it? You know, approach it from an informational interview perspective. You know, I would love to meet with you and chat or I just have a couple quick questions to ask about this one position I'm considering and applying to it. Um, But I just had a couple quick questions. Would you be able to help me? Some may respond, some may not. Uh, Depends on their own personality as well as their time. But I would say trying to get to a person and bypassing those applicant tracking systems is the best way to do that. The best way is through referral. Second is through LinkedIn. And third is just taking the chances through the system. If you find yourself in a tight job market and you're not able to find traction as soon as you'd hoped, how do you keep your chin up? Relook at what you're doing. Try something different. Chat with some friends that you know are currently looking and what are they doing? Chat with somebody who just found a position. What did you do? What was differently? Go back and and speak with some of your instructors if you've kept in touch with them, especially through LinkedIn, and chat with them and ask for advice on how to enter into a new market. Come again, chat with Career Advancement Services. Maybe we can give you some new ideas or go and see a counselor as well and get some help. I think the core message out of all of this is to reach out like Mm -hmm. your network can be friends. It can be family. It can be career advancement services experts. So that's great advice. And out of all the the amazing insights that you've shared with us today, what's one thing that you want to hit home with those listening? The networking is really important. I know for some people, including myself, networking can be an intimidating Factors. Some people have no problem reaching out, connecting with people. Some people are a little more timid, a little bit more shy to do that. Then start with one a day or one a week. Whatever seems manageable to you, start with that. But know that not everybody is going to get back to you. Some people are just busy. Some people don't use LinkedIn for that purpose. And some people, unfortunately, don't help. But keep going. Keep going each time because the more that you send out, the more that you will get back. And if you don't send any out, you won't get any back. So just start. And those referrals is a great place to start because those are more likely to happen than just a blind contact or a cold call to somebody you don't know on LinkedIn. Nijol Bacha graduated from State's Journalism Program in 2020 and is currently a marketing and communication specialist for Amped Ventures. Graduating at the peak of the pandemic meant opportunities were scarce. And in order to make ends meet, Nijol found work serving in a restaurant during the day and dedicated her mornings and evenings to searching for a role that was in her field of study. She shares this piece of advice for fellow alumni who might find themselves in a similar scenario. So I would definitely say if you haven't already focused on your LinkedIn, please do. It is essentially the most important part of trying to find a job in Canada or even just networking and building your circle of, you know, professionals. One thing that I, you know, personally faced was people often looking at me as somebody who had just recently graduated. And I didn't realize that a lot of the projects and accomplishments that I had, even while I was a student, weren't necessarily only my achievements as a student and they could be used as projects that I'd actively worked on because of SAIT's work integrated learning. 
So when I finally figured that part out and started moving and talking a little bit more about the projects that I'd done during my classes as well, that's when I really noticed a significant difference um, with some of the interviews that I was in, especially because I then had some material and work that I'd already done to bring to the table and be able to relate back to it. So if if you don't have a portfolio website or if you don't have um, a space where you're saving and storing all of this amazing work that you're doing as a student, please already do so because that is itself will help you find a job in the near future. So whether it's scheduling time to conduct your job search or signing yourself up with a recruitment agency, I hope you found something that resonated from this episode. And as Yvonne mentioned, you can always reach out to the team of experts in career advancement services to support you in your career search. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Alyssa Thanasopoulos, and this is the What Works podcast brought to you by SAID Alumni. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Connect with the SAID alumni family. Visit SAID.ca slash alumni for information on exclusive perks, events, contests, and volunteer opportunities.